Hey everyone, this is our Midweek Leadership Podcast. We believe that as you listen to it, it is going to move your life forward. So get ready for an amazing message. I want to uh, talk about this idea of how to increase your capacity as a leader. How to increase your capacity. Uh, Father, we're praying. God, at this moment, heaven fill this space in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, okay, so everybody listening uh, right now, uh, any in your car or at your work or during your lunch break, way to go pouring into yourself. Come on, give them a whole bunch of encouragement right now. <laughs> All of those cat calls, actually, is just encouragement from the Lord, just so you know. Uh, okay, uh, we're going to talk about this idea of how to increase your capacity as a leader. Um, this, is, this is very important. And you don't know when the moment comes when you actually need to increase your capacity. A lot of times, uh, it is forced upon you, okay? So as a leader, uh, I'm thinking about we got a brand new baby girl. She is one month old. Piper Grace Calmer has our heart. She is just a little sweet chunk of monk, and we just love her so much. She's She's just awesome. Uh, and, um, you know, this, this was a change for our family. Uh, like, even little things like uh, getting into our, our vehicle, like now you need two car seats, right? Okay, now you get, instead of just one with Watson, we have, now we have to have two. Well, when you have to have two and somebody, see, we were used to like uh, Watson and then my parents sometimes would ride with us. And so they, they would just kind of squish in just a little bit, you know, the oldies, squish them in the back and uh, with Watson, and they loved it. And it was great. We f- figured it out. It was, it was awesome. Well, when now, now that we have Piper, uh, we, have to, we, we had to get, now our, our vehicle has a third row, which is awesome, but we never use it, ever, until now. And so we had to go back. I went back there to get the third route because my parents are riding with us, you know, and all this kind of stuff. And so we've set up the car seats, and I go back to get the third row ready, and there is stuff on stuff on stuff out in the back. Like, I'm moving stuff out and moving things around, and like, wow, why do we have this here? Why do we have this here? Why do we have, oh, we don't need this in here anymore. But it was so okay at the beginning because we didn't need that capacity. So some of us are, are, are in our lives carrying around junk and stuff, and we're not, we're not really kind of, oh, we've got to work on that because we are not being forced into having more capacity. So some of, some of us get capacity forced on us. When you get married, you got to work on your capacity. Because it gets forced on, when, when you go to a new job, you got to work on your capacity because there's new things that are coming. When you get more responsibility, when you get a promotion, when you uh, walk into something new, some of these things are dreams that you've had in your life for so m- many times. But that dream is going to require you to increase your capacity. The only way that I could make room for the people, this was just making room for more people to come with us was to remove stuff out of that car. There are things that you need to put in, and there's things. We had to put in a new car seat, but we needed to take out some stuff. There is the same thing in your life. You have to remove some stuff, and you've got to put some stuff in your leadership 
if you want to have more capacity. All of us want to carry more. All of us. Like, th there are some, yeah, I get it. There are some that are like, don't give me anything more. I just want to stay in my small little thing and da-da-da-da-da. I get that. I'm praying that God will increase your vision. But for most of us as leaders, we do want to have more in our life. We do want to have more for our family. We do want to have more for our business. We do want to have more in the, in the places that we're leading. We do want to have more in our life. Those things are dreams that we want to have. But if you want to get those actually turning into not just dreams but reality, you got to increase your capacity. You have to. That is, not, that is a non-negotiable. God, increase my capacity. So we're just not going to have like this little cheerleader section of, okay, let's increase our capacity. I actually want to talk about how to do that. All right? So this, these are going to be things that are going to help you increase your capacity. I'm praying for these things to help me increase my capacity as a leader. Proverbs chapter 3, uh, verse 3 and 4. This is my favorite chapter in uh, Proverbs, by the way, Proverbs chapter 3. Uh, Proverbs chapter 3, verse 3 and 4. Never let loyalty and kindness leave you. Tie them around your neck as a reminder. Write them deep within your heart. Then you will find favor with both God and people. And you will earn a good reputation. When you find, uh, let me translate this in our context. When you find favor with God and people and you have a good reputation, the translation here, I want you all to hear this. The translation here is you have more capacity. That's the translation. When you have favor with people and God and you have a good reputation, that's how, that is a translation of, I have a lot of capacity right here. I got, I don't have a third row, I got a fifth row. All right, I got, I got a small bus I'm carrying, you know, like, that's the capacity kind of uh, that I want us to see in this moment, okay? So, how do you get that capacity? Well, he says it at the beginning, never let loyalty and kindness leave you. So let me talk about those two things in regards to how, uh, what kind of leader you are, okay? So as leaders, we need to have these things in, uh, in, in not just in our toolbox, but actually they need to be who we are. So number one, uh, be loyal as a leader. C come on, everyone. This is, uh, be loyal. Th this is how you build and maintain capacity. Some of us have been, how do, I, how do I just carry more? How do I carry more? How do I carry? Don't leave. Stay planted. Stop being opportunistic. Stop looking for the next rung on that ladder. Stop thinking that, well, it's good now, but I'm just waiting for the next moment, and I will jump ship at a moment's notice when it looks better or the lights are brighter or the stage is bigger or there's more people chanting my name, at that moment, that's when I'm going to jump. Listen, that's not loyalty, and that will not help you build capacity. 
So, so it's just real simple here. Just stay where you are. We're not looking for a stepping stone. You don't lead people for better opportunities. You won't, th- this, this, is, this is how you lead people too. You, if you're loyal, I'm just not talking about being loyal to like our, our church or loyal to your job or loyal to a person. I'm actually talking about how are you loyal to the people that you lead as well. Do you throw away people the moment that they mess up? Are you, are you able to be loyal to them as well? People can feel loyalty a mile away. And it's not something that you hear chanted from too many things on Instagram or social media or people like, oh, man, they're just so loyal. Somehow, when people say that now, oh, they're so loyal, it translates in our mind, oh, they're not really a go-getter. It's ridiculous how we have downgraded loyalty to be this kind of uh, hem ha. I'm I'm loyal. I'm just not gonna leave my post. Okay. That no no no. That's how you build capacity according to the word of God. Now it might be for everybody else. Oh, they're just missing so many opportunities, and they're missing this thing, and they're missing that thing, and they're not gonna no no. no. What God's word says is that's gonna build your capacity as a leader. When you don't leave, when you stay there, there, there there's something that is so uh, amazing that happens when loyalty is something that you, uh, I love what they it, tie it around your neck. You, you're just somebody who can be counted on. You don't say one thing to one group and then another to another group. You, you're, you're loyal to the people that... You, you, not, not just loyal to the people that you want to be loyal to, you people, you're loyal to the people you started with. And, and can I say, too, um, it, it's important to realize when um, there's some toxic, toxicity in your life, don't be loyal to that. Don't, don't be loyal to that. Now, the, there are times that you need to cut some stuff out of your life. But unfortunately, sometimes we are loyal to toxicity and we are unloyal to the healthier things in our life. I don't know how we do that. But man, does it seem easy to be loyal to dumb things that kill us, to be loyal to bad habits, to be loyal to things that just like, why do I keep running around the same so we are loyal to those things, and man, we are so we we can't we jump ship at the first time that something looks a little better or something looks a little uh, more shiny. Like it just it it, it it it's something that will just destroy your capacity. Not learning how to be loyal. Next one. As a leader, not only can it, this builds your uh, capacity of being loyal. But be kind. <laughs> that one seems so what? Be kind. Okay. Guess we're some Sesame Street kind of leaders here. Be kind. March out the Elmo voice and like be sweet and okay, be kind. Like I this is how we translate this sometimes. It's like we're like, be kind. What about be smart? or be decisive, or, you know, those cool words, you know, like, that's a, no, be kind. 
So don't be sharp. Don't be cutting. Don't be sharp and cutting in your marriage. Don't be sharp and cutting with your kids. Don't be sharp and cutting with people that you've had relationship with over and over with. Be, be kind. Words are used to build up, not tear down. That's, that is kindness. You think about others first. Here you go. You're not easily angered. I don't know who uh, this will be for, but I'm, I'm <laughs> don't raise your hand. <laughs> I'm talking about the moments that happen that immediately you're nuclear. And some of you might be nuclear under the collar. You don't, you don't fire it off with your words, but in your mind and heart, you are a raging inferno because something happened. That's not kindness. I could, now, I could tell you, you can be upset about something. I'm not trying to tell you you got to cut off emotion and, oh, you just got to be a robot of kindness and I need to love you. You know, like that. I'm not telling you you have to be like that. I'm telling you, when kindness is in you, it is a filter that just catches so much junk of how we treat people. You see others and their side easily instead of always wanting to prove your point. You're, you're kind. When you're wrong, you don't fire back. Right? No, when I'm wrong, I get all the missiles ready when I'm wronged. Right? That's how some of us feel. Like when we're wrong, well, okay, fine. I will fire back. That's not kind. And what it's doing, you might feel good in the moment, but what it's doing is killing your capacity as a leader. And then you wonder, why can't I carry more? It's because you're not kind. It seems so simple, but the Bible is simple. It's just hard. Some of us wonder all the time, why can't I carry more? Why can't I get this promotion? Why can't I get Because you're not kind. You're just not kind. And kind doesn't mean that you don't have a backbone. Actually, kind means that you might have a bigger backbone than most everybody else because you're able to take some things, redirect them, filter them through, and then come back and say, I hear what you're saying. Okay, let me explain to you this piece, and I, I see your side, but let me also explain my side, too. doesn't mean you just uh, bow down and get run over time after time after time after time. That's just going to hurt you in the long run, too. That's not being kind. That's just being a pushover. And those two things are not the same. When, when you're um, kind, you take a moment before you respond. And then if it's not true, if it's not necessary, and if it's not helpful, you don't say it. If it's not true, if it's not necessary, and if it's not helpful, you don't say it. That's being kind. 
And then what, it say, what, what does the Bible keep saying about this? Uh, it says, write them deep within your heart. These are things, loyalty, kindness, these are the things that you don't know. They're the things you are. That's when you write them deep within your heart. That's what that means. It's not, it has gone past your mind and it has been integrated into who you are. You don't know, it's not that you know, okay, I got to be kind and I have to be loyal. No, you are kind and you are loyal. That, that is how your capacity keeps growing. You write, I love it, you write them deep within your heart. When you write something, you're proactively making it a piece of you. It's deep. I, I, I mean, it's just, you, you, you're just deeply writing these things down. It's, it's something that's just going really, really deep inside of you. And then it says, so you will find favor, that capacity again, okay? Find favor with God and men. That's, that's the capacity. But can I just talk about that find favor again, that, that, that word favor some of us as leaders wonder why people, why does it always seem like good things just fall into their lap? What, why does it always seem that things just going to, now it's not always that their, their life is perfect, but there are some things that just like they fall booty backwards into, you know, like, <laughs> you're welcome. Uh, that, you know, like, the, how do they do that? How, how does that happen? That is the word of, that's favor. And favor happens to people who are what? Kind and loyal. I, I mean, I just can't say it any plainer than this. It's not hard, like, like some kind of math equation. You know, it, it's, it just, it's, okay, I, it's very simple. But man, is this difficult to live out. Kind and loyal. And then the last part, uh, real quick, it says you will, what does it say? You will earn a good reputation. A good reputation is earned. It's not given. It's earned. It's not given. That, that's, that's your name. When somebody says your name, what, what, what pops up in their heart? Well, if you want a good reputation as a leader, you got people that you're leading right now. When they say your name, what, what comes up in their heart? If you want a good reputation with them, two things that you need to lead them with. Loyalty and kindness. You want your boss or the person who is leading you, when they hear your name, to think, my goodness, love them. Golly, they're good. What, what do you need to have with your boss? Kindness and loyalty. Th this is 
This is it. This, this is what we need to have, in our, and your capacity will grow. Because a reputation speaks to your longevity, right? A reputation speaks to your longevity. You don't do it for, well, I was kind for a week. I was loyal for a week. Kind of defeats the purpose there, right? It's the longevity that will build reputation. This, and, and this is the last thing I want to talk about, last thing I want to say, and then we'll be done here. Uh, a reputation will speak more words for you than you could ever speak out of your mouth. So let your reputation speak for you. And in fact, you have no control, as I'm thinking as I said that, you have no control over what your reputation says. In the sense of, your reputation is going to speak to you, speak for you regardless. So let's have a good reputation, and not a trash reputation, right? No, nobody in this room or listening right now is like, I'm shooting for a trash reputation. I just, I want everybody to know how terrible I am, and I want that to be said about me before I walk into the building. You know, I just want everybody, man, that guy is the worst. You know. No, everybody wants a good reputation. But you earn it week after week, month after month, year after year by two things. Kindness and loyalty. I like I'm I'm thinking about these things and I'm like, they seem so simple. But can I I'm all right, I'm gonna say this one thing, I'll just shut up after this. Our culture right now has an all-out assault on these two things. Kindness and loyalty. Our culture does not clap for these things. Our culture does not talk about these things. And in fact, our culture that we live in right now would actually look at these things and start trying to pick them apart and say how toxic those are. All the while, if you go that way, you will have a small capacity. So we are doing, we're, we're going oppo, okay? We're, we, we, and this is, just so you know, this is the kingdom of God. It always turns things opposite and runs in direct opposite to a lot of cultural things. And this is one of them, kindness and loyalty. We're going to let these things build our capacity as leaders. We're kind. We're not, we're not people that get, you know, wash over. You can listen to this again. Understand what kindness is. Understand what loyalty is. And these two things will build our capacity. Father, we pray as leaders. Father, we're praying that our capacity would grow because we want it to grow. And so, Father, we're praying that we would never let loyalty and kindness leave us. We would tie it around our neck. We would write it deep within our heart so that we can earn a good reputation with you and with men. Father, we're praying that would happen in our life. In Jesus' name we pray. Everybody said amen. Amen. 
Hey church, we hope this message has pushed you forward in your leadership and your relationship with God. We can't wait to see you this Sunday or in a connect group. Have an amazing week. We'll see you then.